So I have a story. Um, be with me here. So here. <laughs> I'm okay. with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. So um, we started as friends. We started off. Uh, you did. I was going to do it until you guys got the lyric. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. No, but I, I, just, have... I just queen of lyrics. Oh, my gosh. It's true. She, like, didn't need... Every time I say, all right, let's go, she's like, there's going to be one less song. <laughs> I'm like... And I say that a lot. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go. And then she's like, there's going to be one. So, anyway, no, I do have a, a fun story, kind of, um, in case that failed, because it did. Uh, I was literally just going to read... Or like I'm say the sure lyrics. It worked. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got me to do it. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I was like gonna be like trying to tell it like an actual story okay. until you guys like were like, like wait a second. It, what was it that you started off with? Like, so here's the thing: or he, we started as friends, and then you're like, we started off friends. Yeah, it was, it was cool, but, but it, was it was all, all pretend. pretend. Yeah, I was gonna be like, it was cool, but like it was all pretend. Like I was gonna say like it's a story, and then be like, for you to be like, it's like, Kim, it's like those um, country songs that I send you where they put it into like a short story. Yes. Like, do you know the song Goodbye Earl? No. So, oh, yes. it starts off as like Marianne and Wanda were the best of friends, and so they take the song and they put it into like a crime, like a true crime, like a true crime, oh my God, like real. Awesome. And it's so funny because it's like a narrator voice, and she's like. Marianne and Wanda were the best of friends. And then it like pans to Wanda and then she like says the next lyrics that's like in like it's just it's so perfect. I'll I have to, to show it to yeah, you. It is so funny. Um you sent that to me a while ago. Yeah, I sent that to I Tiff thought, too and we were dying because I we, thought that was so clever. For, for whatever reason, that was our jam. It's like this song about <laughs> them killing someone. Yeah, yeah. It's about this song about these two friends, and one of them marries this guy named Earl who abuses her, mm-hmm. and then they get together and kill him. Mm-hmm. And that's what the song's about. We used to just like jam hard. We're like twelve years old. <laughs> We're like, all right, all right, for like murder. You're like, <laughs> you're like goodbye, Earl. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because that's what it's saying. Like, goodbye, Earl, as in he's gone. So. Nice. We'll have to send that to you later. But, yeah. Yeah. Love it. No, that's what I was trying to do something like that. And then I was like, (laughs) Heidi. Sorry, I'm too good. (laughs) We should should recreate a song like Riptide. Something crazy like Riptide where it has like like, nonsensical lyrics. And we'll just like make a music video. Yes. <laughs> yes, we should. Adding that to the ideas folder. Um, wow, my nose is just itchy. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like so. Like, oh, sorry, that's just me rubbing my nose. <laughs> oh. She like drops the beat. <laughs> Drop the bass. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, no, I was just going to talk about um, my story Ubering from the San Diego airport to the middle of freaking nowhere, San Diego. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then being at this wedding. So I was in Vegas for a photographer's conference, but that same weekend, one of my friends from high school got married. And so I flew from here to Vegas, and then the next day from Vegas to San Diego, and then had to Uber from the San Diego airport to Alpine, California which is literally on this mountain. <laughs> so we're in the middle of nowhere. The Uber driver has like a sedan and it's like, there's a point where it's not road anymore. It's all gravel. So he's like freaking oh, out. He's like, no. can you walk from here? I was like, I don't know where we're at. <laughs> I was like, 
looking at the map, I was like, it says we're like five minutes away, like driving. So I was like, ooh, yeah. So anyway, I at the wedding for a few hours. Um, I actually had to leave a little bit early, which was fine. Um, and I called. I, I used the app, and I was calling an Uber driver, and like. There was someone coming. I was like, great. This is about 6.15 p.m. I started calling the Uber driver. And then at 6.30, they canceled. So I was like, okay, let me try another one. Right at, like right after I like sent it and I got the notification that I got a driver, they canceled. So I was like, stress. Because I'm over here like, I have to make it home to, or not make it to Vegas tonight because tomorrow's the conferences and stuff. And so anyway, I was so stressed out. And so... I told myself, okay, if someone else cancels, then I'm going to message them. Or before someone cancels, I'll message them. Another girl signs up for the ride, and then she cancels before I, like, finish entering the message. So I was stressed. I start, like, hyperventilating. And then my friends, Kelsey and Ian, shout out to them, were like, well, you can stay at our Airbnb. Like, we have, like, an extra room. Like, if you don't care about, like, crashing with a married couple. And I was like, no, I I mean, if it comes down to it, like, I would appreciate it. That's that's really nice of you guys. And so, anyway... (laughs) (laughs) this guy signs on and like he is like five no he's like 10 minutes away on another side of the mountain where there's an indian reservation like a native american reservation and i guess there's casinos there and that's where he was at and so anyway i like message him through the app i'm like please 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 i will tip you so well i need to go to vegas I need to make my flight because at that point it was like 7.30 and I need, and like in the airport was an hour away and my flight was leaving at 9.30. And oh so I was like, goodness. okay, I have to like, I've never, the San Diego airport's kind of big. But anyway, I was freaking out and then he decides like, okay, I'm going to come. Also in a sedan, also like stressed out about the gravel, asked me to come to him. But then I'm like, I don't know where you are. Like I, it's dark outside. Like I don't know where you are. And so anyway, he finds me. I get in the car, and then the whole, like, first 20 minutes of the ride, he's quiet. I know he's mad. Because I would be, too, if I had to go in the freaking middle of nowhere. <laughs> California. But that's his job. Right. But then he, so anyway, like, after 20 minutes of silence, you know I cannot deal with silence in the car. <laughs> so I was like, and I don't have my AirPods. So I was like, I need to do something about this. And so I talked to him, like, by the way, I am so appreciative to you. And he's like, hmm. And I was like, no, no, really, like, you're the fourth or fifth driver that, like, I had to, like, do this. And he was like, no, I figured when I saw your message that you were desperate. I literally was going to cancel it, but then your message came through. (laughs) And I was like, man, she's desperate. So, and then he's like, and I thought, if I don't accept this, she's not, and no one's going to take her. And so I was like, yeah, I appreciate it. He's like, yeah, I mean, I was 10 minutes away, so I thought, fine, I'll do it. And so, anyway, he and I were talking, and he was like, what time's your flight at? And I was like, 9.30. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to – he's like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to, like, speed too much because I don't want to get, like, pulled over. But, like, I'll try to get you there before an hour, like, hits. And I was like, okay. In California, traffic is horrendous. So I was really stressed. But anyway, made it there. And he was actually really nice, and he told me that he was 57 years old, which he looked like our age, by the way. And I was like <laughs> – I literally was like, no, you're not. And he was like – no, yeah, I have a grandson. And I was like, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and he was like, no, I, I'll show you a picture when I park. And I was like, okay. And so anyway, shout out to him. I do not remember his name. I think it was Warb or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Warb. <laughs> I'm going to name my middle child Warb. <laughs> I, I literally was like, you're so nice for coming all this way. But anyway, yeah, so that's my 
little backup story to the since you've been gone story. <laughs> oh man, so. Air- airport rides are just so stressful. No matter, no matter. <laughs> Airport rides? Yeah, yeah, rides to the airport. <laughs> no, no, because I know. No, because you told me. You told me. No, we should have that. It's like a waiting area. And you're just like, oh actually, I saw my friend just traveled to Spain recently, and they have like playgrounds and airports for kids. And you're like, That's incredible. Layovers. I was like, that is so smart. Why don't they have like big people playgrounds, you know, like roller coasters or something? Yeah. Like, like the Mall of America, but airport style. Yeah, airport rides. They're just stress. They're just stress. Well, have I told you? I don't know. I think I've told you, but Kim, did I ever tell you about um, my ride taking this girl named Becky to the Chicago? Yes, you did. Where it's like all uphill, or there's this part. No, is that the story? No. So basically there's this girl we don't know her okay she's a friend of a friend right she comes to stay with us we're in chicago at the time and she needed to get some paperwork done she's from new zealand and she needed some paperwork done so she could like stay somewhere in the u.s to do she was in college and so we're like okay whatever so she stayed with us for like a week and actually she was freaking cool and so funny but anyway i drive her to into chicago which is like an hour an hour and a half and then we get her paperwork, and then this traffic. I mean, it's Chicago, so there's traffic anyway. But it was insane, and we were like running out of time to get her to the airport. And so I'm like going as fast as I can. But it was I was so stressed, and she was like, "Your indicator, your indicator." Like, cause, oh, you know, yeah, it's funny. And so she's like, "Your indicator," and I'm like, I'm just so stressed. And we were like laughing, crying. Like we were, I like somebody probably thought we were like high because we were just crazy, and we were just so stressed. And then we were literally pulling up to the airport when her flight was supposed to leave. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just circle back around to come pick you up. But I was like, just go check just in case. She messages me like two minutes later and she's like, the flight got delayed. I'm on. I'm like, oh, it no. was it was crazy. Like, seriously. Wow. That's a miracle. It was so stressful just the whole time. I just remember we were just crazy. And I just remember her just funny. Indicator. They didn't even use their indicator. And I'm like, I know, Me here right? in Utah. I'm going to start saying that. The indicator. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the indicator makes way more sense than blinker, though. But the, it blinks. But it. It's used to indicate where Blinkers you're going. Blinkers like the like kindergarten level of explaining <laughs> yeah. it. And then there's turn signal, and then there's as God tier, which is sure. indicator. I'm pretty. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Too short. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, brain is like short. I don't even know what I was gonna say. Um, all right, I'll say something for you. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> no. As far as I'm concerned, blinker and an indicator are synonymous, so it doesn't matter. No, no, no. I was gonna say, look, I'm usually really picky about like the Brits and how they speak. Yeah, and I think a lot of things they say are stupid. Yeah, but that one I actually agree with. So that's all I. I have just to think say. it sounds cool. I'm gonna start saying it. The indicator. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I love people from New Zealand, though. Shout out to Kiwis. Oh, they're so funny. They're, <laughs> that's what they call themselves. Sweet ass. Sweet ass. Okay. Sweet ass. I didn't know that was a thing. And then when she was, like, hanging out with us, I thought she was saying, like, the other word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and then I finally realized what she was saying. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah my funny. mission companion, the first time she said sweet ass, I was like, 
what did you just say? She's like, oh, sorry, that's a New Zealand thing. I'm like, to just throw that word around? And she's like, no, like, good as, sweet as, awesome as. Like, you can put any adjective before it's the like word. A, like a simile or something? Probably, I don't know. She kind of explained it, but I don't remember. It's just like, yeah. Probably like, cool. Oh, sweet yeah. As. It's kind of like, sweet yeah. As. Got it. Yeah, they say that. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, shout out to Becky, man. She shout so out funny. to Becky. It was really funny, though, because she, like, randomly would appear in our life. Like, a few months after that, she needed a ride from the airport to like a friend's house in utah and like she didn't have anybody and somehow i figured out she needed a ride and so literally my friends went and picked her up she stayed at tiff's house and then they drove her back to the airport like the next morning she left her coat so then the coat ends up with me (laughs) then like a year later she shows up at the bradshaw's and is like hey can i get my coat She still wants to go, man. This is so funny. And she brought us, like, chocolate from New Zealand. It's just so funny. It was just, like, this random... There's good people. It's like a book. It should be a book. Have you guys seen... um, What's that New Zealand movie that's super weird? The Hunt of the Wilder People? Yeah. Hunt for the Wilder People? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That movie's so weird. But watching it with her was so funny. (laughs) I cannot watch that unless I'm delusional. Because it's not funny until I'm, like, totally just off my rocker, just totally tired, and then everything's hilarious, but it's just, it's just one of those movies, it seemed like, like, Nacho Libre and the other one. Honestly, I think I liked it, because... <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Which one? Napoleon Dynamite? Napoleon yeah. Dynamite, uh, okay, yeah. I can't watch that movie, unless I I'm in a specific... Don't movie. like it. No, I think I liked that movie simply because I watched it in the presence of a New Zealander, and I was like, I can't, like bash on it you know so then i was just like laughing i was like what this is yeah, but then she started making fun of it and so then we were just laughing because she was just like this is i don't know she was hilarious and her accent just made everything better anyways oh, yeah. this is like a sweet I love ass that. i love that sweet ass sweet ass hey everybody you're listening to discussions with heidi Nat and kim we're three sisters to talk about anything and everything while playing trivia. We can't promise we'll always stay on topic, but we can promise we'll always be safe for work. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, so today's episode, after that long introduction, um, we are talking about the MBTI tests, mm-hmm. like personality tests. Um, if you haven't taken one, they're actually really cool just to kind of see kind of what your whole personality is about and put it into words. Because you could be like, oh, yeah, I'm like this, I'm like this. But they actually say, like, nope, you're like this. And you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been a while since I've taken one, but I took one yesterday or whatever. And then I was reading this stuff, and I was seriously like... <laughs> I know, like, stop it. Like, <laughs> who Very crawled accurate. into my head and is, like, frantically typing as I'm reading? <laughs> like, my thoughts, <laughs> No, it's, I think it's very interesting. I think it's probably one of the most accurate personality tests out there. I mean, there's also the Enneagram test, which I don't know if you guys have done that one, mm. which is the number. Like, you're, you can be like a oh, six yeah. W7, like six wing seven, which no. is a combination of two personalities. Or you can just be a solid, like, yeah. I'm an eight, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> um, I did. Yeah. So. I actually looked it up, though. The, the test we took, the MB- MBTI mm-hmm. is like number four or something as far oh. as accurate like personality Accuracy. tests that they say are like pretty good. What's number one? 
Uh, it was someone I hadn't heard of. And then I think Enneagram was like number two. And then I don't remember number three. Anyway, well, the website that we got it from is the 16 personalities test. I think that's the official website. Mm -hmm. That's why I picked that one. Yeah. So if you go into the 16 personalities test and then you just like take the test, you can take it for free. Of course, you have to put in your email to get your results. But um, but it's like worth it. They don't send you like any spam or anything far as I know, because I took it a couple months ago. Um, so it's pretty accurate. And it's, yeah, like she was saying, it's kind of scary accurate. I, I made Wes take it and he was like, he was like texting me. He's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> accurate. And it just makes me laugh because he was like so into it. <laughs> I, I just took it today Col- again. Colton literally like texted me like a section of like the description. It was like, oh my gosh. Like, this is so accurate. Like, you literally were yeah. like, picking parts out of it. Yeah. No, literally, Jeff and our little Discord group chat with our friends, because I made them all take it, too. I kind of made everyone take it on my Instagram, so if you followed me on Instagram, on my personal Instagram, I'm, I was like, what's your MBTI? I, I hid the story from you guys to make sure you guys wouldn't see it. Because I, I was like, oops, I put which one I am. Mm. I didn't want you guys to see it, because we're trying to keep it a secret. Um <laughs> But yeah, Jeff just sends like a ton of screenshots and then starts a whole like personal thread on his personality. <laughs> He's like, wow, this is surprisingly oh, accurate. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, yeah, it is. I read it. A personal thread. <laughs> Got it. Nice. Anyway, so yeah. what we're going to do with our MBTI test is we are going to guess each other's first. First. Yeah. I guess. And see if we can be as accurate as we can. And then. Um, once we know everybody's, then we're going to go in and we're going to talk about just, like, fun, cool stuff that we learned about ourselves and then possibly talk about our significant other's MPTI test oh. after we do our trivia. Trivia. <laughs> uh, trivia. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Who wants to go first? I got it. It's right here. All right. Okay. What dog's sense of smell can be used in court? Like, okay, what like breed? Like, the dog breed. The dog breed. Okay. Oh. All right. They, like, banned certain breeds from... I guess this is the only, like, accurate smell. That they can't? So, like, they can be used in court. I think I I know which one, but go ahead. Read the options. German Shepherd, Bloodhound, Basenji, or Dalmatian? Bloodhound. Has to be. I was going to say Beagle, but that's not on the list. I've seen Beagles at the airport. I mean, Bloodhound sounds right, but I feel like... And this is purely just based on TV, but I always see, like, the little German shepherds in their police uniforms. I know. They're so cute. They are cops. That's true. (laughs) And I'm going to go Bloodhound. You go. I'll go Bloodhound. You go German Shepherd. All right. right. It's Bloodhound. No! (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, it's either Bloodhound or Beagle. What does a Bloodhound even look like? I don't even... Um, it looks like a Beagle. Oh. I'll show you the cute little droopy ears. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They we got some big snozzles. Yeah. Yeah. They got like it's like the one dog from Fox and the Hound. Oh yeah. He's oh, a bloodhound. Yeah, yeah. He's a bloodhound. Yeah. Copper. Yeah. Yeah. Copper. Yeah. And look how cute the beagle. Oh, I love beagles. <laughs> but actually, the Senjis are like probably a dog I want to get. They're like hairless, not hairless. They're like they don't bark. I guess they yodel. <laughs> <laughs> so like they don't bark so they're quiet and they're small and they're just like energetic and like cute mm. little things and my one of my old coworkers just bought one 
when I was there. <laughs> and he, his wife brought in the dog in, and it was the cutest little thing. He was just so, like, cuddly, and I just want one. <laughs> I, I want an English bulldog. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> Their face oh are so scrunched up. I love that. When he's, like, they can barely see. <laughs> yeah, I like, love so that. Much, I love that. Scrunchy. I mean, but I come from a beagle family. I mean, you guys come from a family of miniature schnauzers. Miniature schnauzers. Mm-hmm. My family, it's beagles. And beagles so I kind of... So, I just feel that. like I don't know if I can ever own a beagle. I love beagles, but I, I'm honestly just emotionally scarred from Shiloh. So That's fair. There's a lot of use of beagles in movies that I'm just like, why are they always sad? <laughs> anyway. Like where the red fruit and grows. Yeah. Or that's, uh, basset hounds. Yeah, but, but they're kind of... Yeah. Anyway. Uh, along the same family. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. So we're guessing each other's first. <laughs> yeah. Say who you think each person is. Okay. Can Kim go first? Okay. I don't know why I almost called you Kendra. <laughs> Me neither. Kimdra. 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 Okay. I'll start with Nat because Nat, I had two for you. Oh. Okay. It could go either way. I said ISFJ or INTJ. I feel okay. like. I don't know. I don't have a real good reason, but but like with the ISFJ, um, it says they're devoted caretakers who enjoy being helpful to others. I feel like that is you. You're just always willing to help, even if like you're busy. <laughs> so I don't know. I just thought of you. So with Heidi, I put ENFP. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I think of the three of us, you are the extrovert. So really, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Natalie, you go next. No, um, I'm not sure. But after that reaction, <laughs> well, I feel like I'm cheating because I remember you guys talking about this test, and you were like, "Oh, we're like the same one." Me and you? No, you guys. I don't think we are though. We're not the same one. We're not the same one. Well, I remember you saying that oh. you're like one of the rare ones. Okay. So which rare one? <laughs> Go for it. Um, I'm going to say INFJ. Okay. Why? Because it's the rarest one. <laughs> okay. All right. Solid. No, and I can see it because you like, especially like with your job, like you're always wanting to like uplift others and, mm. and that's like that one a lot. That's true. So that's true. With Heidi, I honestly don't know. You don't know mine? Just, just guess. I was too. I, th- I said ENFP. It says enthusiastic, creative, spontaneous, optimistic, supportive, playful, value, inspiration, enjoy starting new projects, see potential in others. Um, yeah, I I was like, that's got. I think I have all those qualities. Yeah, I was either, I was thinking that of all the extroverted ones, I was like, that fits you probably the most. The best, yeah. No, I think she's probably an introverted one. I just don't know which one. Hold on. Yeah, I know. After she, after her reaction, because Heidi wears her emotions on her face, <laughs> I'm thinking that none of us are extroverts now. So you're not an extrovert either. Mm-hmm. Oh, mine's wrong then. All right, what do you think I was though? I'm curious. Okay, I had you, Kim, at ENTJ. 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 Let me read what that says. Strategic, logical, efficient, outgoing, ambitious, independent, effective organizers of people, and long-range planners. Okay, well, all those are true except for logical. So. <laughs> Because um, okay. I don't think I don't, I don't know. I feel like between me and Jeff, he's the more logical. Or there was another one that one. I screenshotted. Let me see. I think I also put you as 
ENFP. No, oh, that's the one I gave to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, which is, um, where is it? Oh, yeah, the one that you just read it, so. What about, like, an ISFJ? Oh. ISFJ. The Defender. The Defender. I, th- I could see that, too. Warm, considerate, gentle, responsible, pragmatic, thorough, devoted caretakers who enjoy being helpful to others. That is actually the closest you... Closest one. But it's not that one. INFJ. I always like forget <laughs> what I am. Um, what, wait, which one do you think Natalie is? Before we I start think Natalie's words. INFJ. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. <laughs> That's why when you sent that, I was like, it has to be that one. Because I, I, I think I mentioned in that conversation with Heidi, I was like, oh, yeah, like apparently INFJ is the rarest one. But when I put it out in my story, a lot of people that follow me that responded are INFJ. Hmm. So I'm like, maybe it's not as rare. Well, as again, I'm going to read this to like picture Natalie as this role. Okay. Idealistic, organized, insightful, dependable, compassionate, gentle, seek harmony and cooperation, enjoy intellectual intellectual, intellectual <laughs> stimulation. And that actually, when I read it, I was like, this is too easy. Like, I knew that one was yours <laughs> from the very beginning. So I thought that was you from the start. And then, Kim, I put you ENTJ. I think I already said it. Yeah. So what are you? I, INFJ. You are? Mm-hmm. I knew we were the same one. I knew it. I was like, INFJ. Really? Okay. Yeah. Mine is ISFP. But did you guys pull up ISFP. your ISFP? Let me read that one. Gentle, sensitive, nurturing, helpful, flexible, realistic. Seek to create a personal environment that is both beautiful and practical. Oh. oh. What's the name of it? Yeah, what's the INFJ's name of it? advocate. Um, ISFP is the adventurer. Oh, oh, that, okay. oh, yeah, I can see that. Are you INFJ A or T? Um, I am INFJ A, but only by, like, okay, it's 51 and 49%. I'm literally, oh, okay. like, right down the middle. Yeah, I, I so. screenshotted mine. I'm 65-35. Okay. Um, turbulent. Turbulent's okay. my... I'm a T. I'm a T, too. But with I and E, this is why I thought it was interesting. Every time, it's very close. I'm 52% introverted, 48% extroverted. So I could see... Going both yeah. ways. Yeah, I'm 53% introverted. So okay, and then that 47. makes sense. Yeah, because like, yeah, I have tendencies of being extroverted, but it's I need what kind of sets me apart from being extroverted is that I need my own space and my own time to be alone to like recharge. Yeah, I don't charge myself by being around others. Yeah, so like that question about asking like, what do you like to do after or. After a long weekend or a long week, you like to go to a party or like be with friends. I was like, no, yeah, it takes a lot like, for me 100% to want to be with friends. Sitting in my room, either reading a book or watching a movie. <laughs> Mine yeah. says I'm 65 percent introverted. Oh, okay, nice. so yeah, so yeah. I yeah, I feel like I just always consider myself an ambivert. So that's why I was like, maybe it'll be that different this time. And no, it's, <laughs> I've been INFJ since I took the test for the first time in like 2018. So. Mm-hmm. I'll just take it once a year to make sure I'm still INFJ, and yeah, every should time be. I, am. I mean, I took. I think I mentioned this when we talked about <clears throat> which animal would we be. Mm-hmm. We're talking about personality tests because I had I took an entire college course on personality tests in That's my right. psychology degree, and um, 
yeah, basically the one thing that I learned, which is like what a personality is. And it's just like, it's pretty consistent. Like the definition of a personality is it's, it's not something that like changes very easily. Mm. It's your consistent, like likes, habits, behaviors, like mm-hmm. emotional tendencies. I just know that when I, I took this test in high school and I was t- completely different. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I had my friends do it and she basically, one of them got back to me right away and said that she's like, I took this test like two years ago, but I'll try again. And so she tried again and got a completely different result. That's interesting. So I was like, well... I mean, I still, I was still introverted, so I've known that I've been introverted for a long time. I mean, without even people telling me that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just kind of interesting that, like, the older you get, sometimes those, like, needs and wants change. And yeah. so that's what your personality changes to, mm-hmm. depending on what you need at the time. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. But, like, I think the innate, like, internal person, you are the same. Yeah, I agree with that because I feel like your emotional tendencies can change yeah. because of a specific circumstance, whether it's like, I don't know, like pre-mission Kim, just for reference, <laughs> um, was very different from now Kim. I feel like I was very much more quiet. Um, I did oh, not I communicate can, my feelings I can at all. To that. Yeah, did not communicate my feelings at all. Didn't know how to process them in a healthy way. And then I feel like the mission kind of like forced me into obviously communication because you have to do inventories with your companion, but also just like you have to talk to people. And I was actually known for that in my mission because I once I was told like, okay, you have to talk to everyone. That's what I would do. I would talk to people on the street and be like, hey, do you know who we are? <laughs> <laughs> We're missionaries. And so anyway, so that's. That's how I feel, but I think I like I agree with the Heidi. So like everything else, like internally, will stay the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, it. I think it just stems from as early as like being a toddler. Because I don't know. I think I, I think, can already tell that Nora's an introvert. For example, honestly, I think you can even tell from. It sounds weird, but from like the womb, honestly, because oh. some babies are like they're moving around all this on like being crazy and then some are just like perfectly happy just staying in their ball no, yeah I think, I think i told you that like i can from my experience with nora being pregnant with nora it was like i was constantly like ah, because she would just like I'll jab kick. her foot like clear up into my rib and i was the one that had to like move because she would not move but with <laughs> baylor it was like i'd be like oh and he'd just like move He's just, like, way chill. Or he would just, like, stay in the same spot, but Nora was just constantly, like, like, kicking at me. (laughs) So, like, I can totally see that. Yeah. But then it just, like, slowly develops into something more. Obviously, your environment probably plays a factor into it. Yeah. Because, like, there's always, like, genetics and, you know, environment and family and things like that that change who you are. Um uh, Anyway, I want to know what your guys' strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah, I screenshotted those. So. Did you? I, I have it pulled up. <clears throat> Let's see. So I'll go first. Mine is so some of my strengths. I'm charming. So people with the adventure personality type are relaxed and warm, and their la- live let and let live attitude naturally makes them likable and popular. So I guess that kind of brings out the introverted or extroverted side of me. Um, I'm sensitive to others' adventures, easily relate to others' emotions, helping them to establish harmony and goodwill and minimize conflict. Um, I'm aware of others' emotions. Um, uh, Let's see. I'm passionate. It says, beneath adventures, quiet shyness beats an an intensely feeling heart. When people with this personality type 
are caught up in something exciting and interesting, they can leave everything else in the dust. Let me just finish. Um, uh, let's see, and then I'm artistic. Adventurers are able to show their creativity in tangible ways and with stunning beauty. Whether writing a song, painting an emotion, or presenting a statistic in a graph, adventurers have a way of visualizing things that resonates with their audience. Hmm. So, some of my weaknesses, or should we do the trivia first? Who's your weaknesses? Okay. I'm fiercely independent. Freedom, <laughs> which, That's yeah, true. It makes sense. Can confirm. Freedom of expression is often adventurer's top priority. Anything interfere that interferes with that, like traditions and hard rules, creates a sense of oppression for adventurer personalities. This can make more rigidly structured academics and work a challenge. Um, unpredictable. Un adventurers dislike long-term commitments and plans. Oh. The tendency to actively avoid planning for the future can cause strain in adventurers' romantic relationships and financial hardship later in life. Easily stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me to a T. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just wait till you get to the last one. It's wait so till fun. you get to mine and that's. <laughs> Adventurers live in the present full of emotion. When situations get out of control, people with this personality type, especially turbulent ones, which I am, can shut down, losing their characteristic charm and creativity in favor of gnashing teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do I say this nicely? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, oh, say. So, and then yeah. overly competitive. <laughs> Adventurers can escalate small <laughs> things into intense competitions, well, turning down success oh in their search for glory in the moment and are unhappy when they lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more. Yeah. Yeah. Fluctuating self esteem. This one's kind of sad. Oh, okay. But like, it's demand. It's demanded that skills be quantified, but that's too hard. That's hard to do with the adventurer's strengths of sensitivity and artistry. Adventurer's efforts are often dismissed. A uh, uh, oh. adventurer's efforts are often dismissed. A hurtful and damaging blow, especially early in life. Adventurers can start to believe the naysayers without strong support. So. Yeah, but can you believe the other one? Like, competitive, <laughs> easily stressed, that unpredictable, fiercely independent. That is <laughs> to you. To a T. <laughs> it's awesome. Dang. Okay, I have the trivia question. Okay, okay, go for it. Okay, what was the most downloaded social media app in 2022? Instagram? Facebook? TikTok. WhatsApp or TikTok? TikTok. Final answer? Yeah. 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 By like 50 million oh downloads. I was like, what was new? And yeah, TikTok for yeah. sure. Nice. I didn't know that. I was. I thought it was going to be like WhatsApp or Instagram. Yeah. Because a lot of international people use WhatsApp. Oh. I'm yeah, sure you true. know that. Yeah, for sure. Um, to communicate with their loved ones mm -hmm. all around the world. But yeah, so TikTok. I was, I was kind of surprised. I was like, it was like 732 million downloads last year. Wow. <laughs> and then Instagram was right below it with like 680 something. Huh. Yeah. I was like. Hmm. So, anyway. I'm not on TikTok. You're Weird not. Flex. TikTok. 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 <laughs> Honestly, TikTok. Jeff, Jeff is only on it because he got tired of me sending him TikToks all the time. And so he just made an account so I could send him stuff. <laughs> TikTok. Even though I would, TikTok. I would just send him the actual video. I would yeah. save it to my phone and then send it to him, but he didn't like it. What's that from? TikTok. TikTok. Uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, I was actually just oh, watching I'm... it today. <laughs> 
you do watch those. I lot. literally do. I don't know why. It's just like That's a. So oh, random. I'll just turn this on because it's for while well, I eat my food, and then after I'm done eating my food, I just turn it off and I do what I was doing. Oh, yeah, it's really yeah. weird. It's like Pride and Prejudice. It's like a comfort movie that I've seen like so many times. It doesn't even matter if I watch. Trust me, I have a whole. Um, there's an app called Letterboxd, and it's for movie lovers that want to make lists of all their favorite movies, like me. <laughs> And I have a list of, like, comfort movies, and people are like, that is the weirdest list I've ever seen. Mm. And I'm like, Well, yeah, I ended up even buying, I actually just watched the first and second one. The third one I haven't seen as many times, mainly because I have it, I don't own it, because I bought them on YouTube. Oh. And so I just watched, I go from the first to the second, first to the second. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay, tell me your guys' Ellie, you, you go have... with um, strengths and you go with weaknesses. Okay, deal. Um, I just like wrote a summary, but I have it pulled up. I, I have it pulled, pulled up. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I have it. I have screenshots. <laughs> okay. Since we're the same personality, do you want like a like an overview of it, or just straight into like just strengths? Read it. Just read it. Just strengths. Yeah. Strengths. Okay. Just skip the overview. Why is it doing this to me? Hold on. Why? Sorry. Okay. Strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So, creative. Yes. Advocates aren't exactly like everyone else, and that's a wonderful thing. People with this personality type embrace their creative side, always on the lookout for opportunities to express themselves and think outside the box. Very true for both of us. Yeah, in different ways. I'm always on the lookout. I don't have, like, the flashy, like, here I am. Like, I can sing, I can dance, like, creativity. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm always, like, how can I, like... AKA I'm, like podcast. Yeah. Oh or, like, I, I have a blog I'm trying to do. And, like, I like to think of, like, word puns. and mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah. the the episode titles. Yeah, um, yeah. Questionnaires that you send us. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> Natalie's in charge of all that stuff. She's, the, she's the writer, the creative writer in our group. Um, insightful. These personalities know all too well that appearances can be misleading. Advocates strive to move beyond superficiality and seek out the deeper truths in life. Mm -hmm. This can give them an almost uncanny ability to understand people's true motivations, feelings, and needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that there was a question about, like, liking to read or watch things that you, like, the ending is different or something. It was something along those lines. And I was like, agree. I was like, that's literally all I read right now is, like, books with like crazy twists that are just like so like left field and i love that stuff (laughs) so yeah i love that yeah but sometimes like yeah i mean well maybe we'll talk about this later but Mm -hmm. like a lot of the careers was like counseling therapist social worker which i literally want to be a counseling social worker (laughs) so but i was like honestly like i just and that's part, partly why, like, I got into psychology is because I've always had that ability to just, like, want to help just, like, them. intuitively, I, like, I know what people are feeling. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to help them, but I just could tell. Yeah. No, like, if I wasn't a photographer, I'd either be a Disney travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Heidi that on the way here. I'll show you why after. Um, and a therapist. I just was always fascinated by, like, helping people. And I feel like that's why with what I do in photography, I feel that is being fulfilled uh-huh. in a way because boudoir can be healing for a lot of people. And so, <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's it. That's interesting, though. Yeah. Okay. I'll hurry and do my trivia and then we can keep going. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready. What sport has been played on the moon? Soccer. Frisbee. Soccer. 
Golf. Bocce ball. Golf. Golf. I feel like a bocce ball. It's so left field. Why? <laughs> you you're not sticking with your gut reaction of soccer? Golf. I'm just like picturing soccer on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun. Yeah, soccer requires a lot of players. Let me just. Yeah. The golf. True. Come on. It's golf. I'm going to say, I'm going to say bocce. Golf. <laughs> huh. Wow. I'm two for two. Two for two. <laughs> yeah. No, the reason why I, th- I think I thought of that was because I was thinking like the little like holes on the moon. <laughs> I was like, that would be yeah. fun. They just like go up to the crater and they're just like, yeah, this is good. They like put a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why they put the flags there. <laughs> the American flag was not actually for that. It was just for Whoever golf. The winning golf. Yeah. <laughs> it was for the hole. It was a hole in one. Just like apparently. this ginormous crater, and then they just like hid it in there, and they're like, hole in one. Let's go. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, let's keep going with the, the strengths. Okay. So the next one was principled. Advocates tend to have strong beliefs and values, particularly when it comes to matters of ethics. When advocates talk about topics close to their heart, their conviction and heartfelt idealism can inspire and persuade even the sternest of skeptics. Yeah, that's true for both of you. <laughs> I feel then, like also in different ways. Too. <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're, we're like the same, same outline, different Fonts. stuff. Yeah. Different like body paragraphs. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> She's the beginning. You're the end. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like we have the same intro and conclusion, same thesis statement. But we have different, things, like, <laughs> different points of view. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is passionate. Ooh. Advocates crave a sense of purpose in life. Rather than living on I- autopilot or sticking to the status quo, they want to chase after they, their ideals. This isn't a personality type that shies away from big dreams. In fact, advocates are energized and impassioned by the beauty of their visions for the future. I, I feel like you guys may not like see this a lot in me because I don't think I demonstrate it, but it is very much like a part of my thoughts and like, no, I, I see Might it like, in you. Yeah. You're very, um, I guess, like me, too, just thinking about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and if it's going to, and if it doesn't bring you the fulfillment that you want, then you're like, like very, life sucks. Very intentional. I hate myself. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's how I am. Like, I, if I'm not doing anything purposeful, I feel like I'm just wasting time. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so hard for you yeah. right now with like Colton doing everything that he's doing and you have to kind of support him. Yeah. It's hard because you're like you're not getting that outlet that you need mm-hmm. to like be yourself um to like the fullest that you can. Mm-hmm. And so it's like really sh- frustrating for you. Yeah. So you hit a wall and you're just like trying to punch through. It is. There was something oh, let me think if I can think of it. I don't know. It said something about like always looking for like improvement and like the next best thing and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah we don't, we don't sit still no like we we'll, we'll hit our goal and i'll be like okay what next yeah okay what next and that's like yeah that was another thing you talked about like we don't find fulfillment in, or like success in like monetary things or like fame it's more like if we're like helping people or like we're just feeling fulfilled in different things mm-hmm. that's true because, like, the last one is altruistic. People with this personality type aren't happy to succeed at another person's expense. True. Advocates want to use their strengths for the greater good, and they rarely lose sight of how their words and actions might affect others. In their heart of hearts, they want to make the world a better place, starting with the people around them. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah. I agree. All right, let's get into the weaknesses. This is where I feel extremely <laughs> called out. Because number one is sensitive to criticism, <laughs> which is so true for me. I am the biggest perfectionist in some ways 
And I actually took another test a long time ago called the strengths test. And one of the strengths was that, like, if I say a compliment or dish out criticism, it's sincere. Like, I'm not just handing out compliments to just anyone. Mm -hmm. Because when it comes, when people do it to me, I feel like I take it to heart. Mm -hmm. And I reflect and I'm like, okay, how can I not have them think of me in that way? Mm -hmm. And so, like, when I say things, it's intentional and genuine and Mm -hmm. sincere. And so, anyway. Funny story with that. Sorry. Um, So... I work with kids, right, at this elementary school. And mm-hmm. these two girls came out to me who are in speech. And they were like, oh, my gosh, so-and-so is just so annoying. And then they, like, go off and they start telling me the reasons why she sucks and all these things. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, is this really how I was when I was 10? But I was like, okay. Um, I was like, well, she's also in your speech group, so we have to get along with her. And they're like, oh, my gosh. I was, And so, like. Finally, right before it starts, I was like, how about this? If you guys can be nice to her for this entire speech session and kind of just get over your feelings, I'll give you a prize. And they were just on board, okay? They were totally there for it. And <laughs> but then they, like, we started playing this game. We started playing apples to apples. And we do it in a way where, like, we give the card to the, like, the judge. And then each person has to, like, advocate for themselves. So they have to be like... Um, I chose this because it's most related by this, this, and this. Okay, hmm. so they have to like back up their reasoning. Um, and so these girls are just like over here, just like picking hers every single time. And I was like, no, that's not no, what I meant. No. I was like, you don't have to be like a kiss up. You just yeah. have to be kind. Like play the game, yeah. but don't be like totally like involved with her and like totally fake about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I can't say this to them now. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> Oh, well, you tried. I tried. Oh, I tried. I tried. Yeah. It kind of worked. That's hard. I mean, they were all happy. <laughs> I didn't have to deal with anybody crying. So, well, yeah. I what really struck me though when it was talking about sensitive to criticism is it talks about like when they feel like people are challenging their most cherished principles or values, and I'm like, that is a hundred percent me. Like, if somebody's like, like the, that's the thing about us is I feel like we always relate it back to like what's important. And so if somebody's like, for example, like criticizing like my parenting or whatever, I could just be like, yeah, whatever. Like I parent differently than you. But like because parenting's so important to me, then I'm like my values, you know, and like my kids and like it just like comes out and I'm just like, no, and I just like start, you know, so I can totally see that. I, like that is something that I definitely like try and work on is like separating things because i'm like it's not an attack on my values it's not an attack on me it's just sometimes uh-huh. people do things differently and you know what maybe i can learn from that like i really have to talk myself through it because yeah no same like uh, and it says on the end that people with this personality type can become defensive or dismissive when things like that happen i'm dismissive mm-hmm. i shut down i like we talked about this i don't talk to people um if at some point in the conversation someone attacks something that i like really like i just sit there and i'm like i know and uh, yeah because for my personality it says like i'm always willing to give people second chances but i'm also like know the difference between a second chance and like when they don't deserve one pretty much but i'm always looking to give somebody a second chance because like i know what it's like to mess up and things like that but like with that personality it's more just like you shut off you just like don't talk to them yeah and just yeah like they're yeah. opinion or their you know whatever they're saying is just not doesn't matter to you guys 
It's not that it doesn't matter. It's just like it's almost like a form of the, the criticism that we just cannot take. <laughs> I feel like I say we because it's both of us. Because um, I call it the door slam when I. I get offended or hurt or sad or whatever negative. I do what I it's called a door slam. I slam the door figuratively, and I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. I'm, I'm just like oh, let's just drop it. Let's just drop it. Let's just mm-hmm. drop it because I'd rather dismiss it, not dismissing the person and their idea. Just like drop the whole topic altogether because I don't want to get into it. Because if I get into it, then I'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah, really mean, and I don't want to be mean because I'm also trying to look at and trying to help people and i feel like yeah. that counteracts and because yeah. we always think about how our words are affecting people, yeah we never want to say something that we're going to yep. regret later and so we'd rather just not be able to go there to exactly. put ourselves in that situation exactly and people are like why don't you just talk about it? I'm like no it's fine like it's it's yeah. fine it's fine when it's not fine so anyway that goes into the next point which is reluctant <laughs> to open up um, <laughs> that is me i have to like I, I used to be worse to be fair but I, I had to, like, be pulled out of this hole to, like, finally say things. Like, people had to drag it out of me in order to, like, like for me to confront a situation. And I that's a, a, yeah, huge weakness. It says here, advocates value honesty and authenticity, but they're also private. They, might, they may find it difficult to open up and be vulnerable about their struggles, not wanting to burden someone else with their issues. That is... 100 percent i i feel like i try to be very good about not showing my struggles even though like i know that is something that a lot of people can relate to or everyone can relate to but it's really hard for me to like i don't know about you I, I, really I, I think it also comes with um sorry this was a different no you're good um being the the middle child the perfect child according to my siblings and like having just like that standard set from them even though my parents never said anything about that it was like kim you're the favorite you're the perfect child and so like me trying to like i don't know wow i totally really <laughs> no and we talked about this like we talked about how hard it is to like be that that child because like you're being attacked for something that like you just do and then you want to keep that reputation almost but you don't want to it's, it's like a weird like mental thing yeah anyway um the next one says avoiding the or perfectionistic, um, which is true. Well, and it says, while this is a wonderful quality in many ways, which I've been told by therapists before, it doesn't always leave room for the messiness of real life. Advocates might find it difficult to appreciate their jobs, living situations, or relationships if they're continually fixating on imperfections and wondering whether they should be looking for something better. That is me right that's, now. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, just, you have a yeah. hard time just enjoying life if you're like, no, nah, this isn't perfect. This yeah. is something needs to be better. Yeah. yeah, the grass is always greener on the other side. It sucks. Yeah. Um, avoiding the ordinary. Advocates yearn to do extraordinary things with their lives, but it's hard to achieve anything extraordinary without breaking it down into small and manageable steps. Unless they translate their dreams to everyday routines. What happened? Um, and to-do lists. That's me. Advocates may struggle to turn their grand visions into reality. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then last but not certainly not least prone to burnout <laughs> that is 1000 percent true yep. um i burn myself out all the time yeah and it says here um people with this personality type can exhaust themselves if they don't balance their drive to help others with necessary self-care and rest mm-hmm. which is true yep so yeah burnout mm-hmm. is real for us I actually just canceled, I, don't, I haven't told anyone except Heidi and Michelle, um, the Costa Rica retreat. You did. Uh-huh. Because I was like, it's being more, it's more of a chore than something that I like 
enjoy or like want to look forward to. And it's probably because I haven't taken the time to take care of myself in the process. And so anyway, um, I, you know, I made the really hard decision. I was yeah. like, should I just do this? And I was like, good for you though. Good yeah. For you for, like, it, it was a lot. And so like, but because I'm prone to burnout, I was like, I need to like really, cause this year I was like, I need to learn how to take care of myself. Yeah. So I can take care of others because that's my whole thing, right? Yep. And so, anyway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wish it were easy, but it's just, like, not. <laughs> it's not. Because I'm, like, I literally have to take care of two humans. Like, you that do. is my job. And I want to take care of my husband, too. But it's, like, I just burn myself out, and then I'm completely useless or a burden. And then I'm, like, and then that's when I'm in, like, my deep hole, which yeah. I was, yeah, like, last week. So. Well, I, I, was, I, was, ta- I was reading about this and how... Like, completely separate from this website, um, INFJs as business people. Um, and someone, like, wrote in a comment on an article basically saying, I struggle with this because, like, if I'm being a good mother, I'm being a bad businesswoman. If I'm being a bad – if I'm being a good businesswoman, me. I'm being a bad mom. And I'm like, how the, how the heck am I going to, like, find this balance when it comes to that point? Because I'm already hard. struggling, like – as a wife yeah like i feel like if i'm focusing on jeff and like our relationship then my my business is affected negatively yeah and if i'm focusing too much on my business then i'm not paying attention to him and it's just like this vicious cycle oh my gosh i totally get it like you guys know i've tried and failed multiple times to work being a mom and i just can't do it because i want to be the star employee but then if i'm the star employee i'm not the The star star mom mom. and you just can't win and it's just yeah awful and so that's why like after all those experiences <laughs> i have to like always remind myself like i always just find myself like what can i do what what job can i do right now? like you know and then i'm like no i have to remind myself that like i can't do that i can't go there i want to work for myself and that's partly why like i'm trying to work on my blog and stuff mm-hmm. trying to do something that's fulfilling that i can control because i can't i can't have somebody else relying on me because it just drives me to bad no, places that's, that's that's literally me i if i had to answer to someone i would spiral and i would i would if i wasn't employee of the month i wasn't <laughs> i would quit because i'm like what's the point yeah so anyway that comes with the perfectionistic side yeah so anyway what's cool about this website is that there's like many different categories that mm-hmm. it like tells you what your personality is like in each category so for example there's the introduction, which kind of goes around over all, all of it. And then there's strengths and weaknesses, which we just went over. Romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, career paths, and workplace habits. Um, so, like, it kind of tells you what you need to look out for and what you excel in. And so it can help you with, like, if you're struggling to find a career that you want or something that you need in your life, it can kind of guide you in a way. Um, but anyway... I know that we pulled, we did, we asked our significant others to do this test as well. And I wanted to, did you guys take a screenshot of their, yeah. of the romantic relationship one? For ourselves? For, for ourselves? For them. For them. Oh, no. Um, I can get there. I can, I can find it. ISTJA. Oh, but I wanted to point out something about my, my myself with romantic relationships. It says adventurers are quite mysterious and difficult to get to know. While very emotional individuals, they guard the sensitive core carefully, preferring to listen than to express. Um, They focus instead on their partners with little interest in dictating the mood of a situation with their own feelings. While this can sometimes be frustrating, if they're accepted for who they are, adventurers prove to be warm, enthusiastic partners. 
And then what's funny is on Wes's, he's a campaigner. I forget what it is. It's like Ian something. <laughs> really? <laughs> we do. We called this. I was like, what? Heidi was like, watch as Wes and Colt are the same, same thing. And I was like, I I just know it. We've said I it before it, on this yeah. podcast so many times that they're so alike. And it's true. See, yeah. they have the same personality. Yeah, I was telling Heidi, though, I was like, I was just like complete hard eyes reading it. Because they're really just like... They're just, just, like, so, so sweet. Like, right? it is just, like, the sweetest personality. Well, and then with, so, like, what I was going to say is, like, with his, is, like, he just, he wants to be accepted as well as he is. And, like, no matter how weird or whatever, but he, they also want to accept They're other people. people pleasers, too. Yeah. Which is the hardest part, yeah. I think. But let me pull up his. Now, Jeff is a logistician. And what it says here, oh, I can see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, his is like, and even just reading, skimming through this really quickly before I even even reading it, um, it's pretty accurate. So it says log- logisticians are dependable through and through, and this trait is clearly expressed when it comes to their romantic relationships. Um, and then it says, while their reserved nature often makes dating logisticians challenging, they are truly dedicated partners, willing to devote tremendous thought and energy to ensure stable and mutually satisfying relationships. I feel like. That's probably a side of Jeff that I don't know if you guys notice or not, but like, no matter what he, I know his loyalty and dedication is to me, and that's something that it says for INFJs that I value a lot. <laughs> so I'm like, as long as like we're both loyal and authentic and devoted mm-hmm. to each other, it does, like I mean the other stuff sure it matters, but like I would rather have someone that's dedicated to me than not obviously yeah so i thought that was really interesting and like just to read like the bigger bullet points it says they're deeply committed um have a reliable heart um oh it says while logisticians state approach may seem boring to some there is an undeniable attractiveness to it though felt perhaps more by respect and admiration than emotional passion logistician shells hide a strong and quiet determination and reliability rare among other personality types which can benefit even the flightiest personalities allowing them to stay connected to the real world while still exploring new territory that sounds like jeff yeah so yeah with um Mm. the campaigner it says campaigners approach their relationships with the highest of ideals they long to know and unconditionally accept everything about their partner just as long just as they long for that person to know and unconditionally accept them in return so exactly what i was saying but yeah, you, you That's go. That's so sweet. Um, yeah, they're just, like, outgoing, open-hearted, open-minded. But they're, like, also introspective. Like, they can, like, reflect, self-reflect, and, like, they're very, like, conscientious in that. But, yeah, they're still just, like... What's the letters for it? E- ENFP. Okay, I was going to say, I think I read somewhere that that's the most compatible with an INFJ. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're just, like, yeah. super, like, they don't hold back when they're in love. Like, they will just, like, love mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. That's um, definitely both But them. they can feel insecure if they don't feel, like, yes. at the same level. And they can yeah. feel, they can be a little needy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, well. Like, the moments when I'm not giving him, like, my attention, yeah. he just, like, gets in his head. And yeah. he's just, like. Does she not want to sit by me? Does she not want to do this with me? Does she not love me anymore? And then it's like, it's really just like, I didn't think about it. Yeah. And then he, but then he's like, like literally this happened to us last night. Or yeah, Sunday night. He was like, I didn't sit by him. And it was just because it was an open chair and it was close to the game that we were playing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, 
in his head and they all, read like, too upset. much into things yeah they read it too much into like the, the like what's happening and so he, he's like all upset that i wasn't sitting by him but he wasn't telling me anything mm-hmm. and i didn't know and i just sat down and then he was like i just gotta stop being in my head and so he's like he's like i just gotta tell her that like i want her to sit by me and then he did and then i went and sat by him so it was like it it's not something that i think of but like i definitely need to be more aware of yeah because mm-hmm. they do get in their heads and they yeah, get they do. that's interesting because uh, jeff i feel like is the opposite like i can literally be so mad at him and he like doesn't even notice doesn't even know <laughs> or like the opposite where like he thinks i'm mad when i'm literally just watching a movie yeah. like, are you mad at me no <laughs> are you sure because you're acting weird i'm like i'm just watching a movie jeff but like but it says that in here. It says logicians are not naturally receptive to others' emotions, not unless they are stated clearly. Uh, and a partner yeah. usually only says I'm angry when it's too late to address the initial grievance. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> so we're just a great mixture. <laughs> no. So no, it, it helps me though. It, like I will say this. Something I've learned with Jeff is that I, and this is probably why our communication has been so on point recently, I have to say how I feel for him to like grasp it. Mm-hmm. He won't he doesn't read body language doesn't read the room it's just like it's more logical he's mm-hmm. very much this logistician yeah. mentality mm-hmm. of like i think it said how i want to know what the percentage was for that versus like feeling like thinking versus feeling because when i saw that i was like yeah you're very much the thinker and i'm the feeler yeah let's see where it's, I don't, it's really hard to tell because with with my job i have to teach people these like communication skills and these like body language skills um like how to read non-verbal social cues right so like like the body language where people are upset they have i have to teach them like okay if somebody's going like this and they have like this like angry look on their face what do you think they are thinking and things like yeah. that or like if they're like just like this or you know like it's, are it's they hard bored, to teach because you know? it's it just is. something it's so just like teach. intuitive but at the same time it's like is it just their personality mm-hmm. so that's where i'm like yeah am i teaching them like but that's the thing is like I tell them I'm like, okay, what do you know about social cues? Like, what can you tell me? He's like, I'm like, what do you need to have like a good communication like with somebody? Um, and they're like, okay, yeah, you face the person, you look them in the eyes, you ha- ask questions, you are attentive, like you're an attentive listener. They know all those things, but they just don't do it because they don't want to. Mm. So it's like hard to get that balance of like, okay, they know this. There's nothing else I can teach you. Yeah. So it's it's really knowing hard. and doing or so it's like that's the thing is like is it their personality or is it just they are too lazy to do it? Well, sorry, I have to explain myself every time I have I bring up astrology. It's a it's, a, it's a kind of an insecurity because I know people are like, okay, Kim, they probably think I'm like a hippy dippy person, but I do like to relate religion, science, and everything to each other, and even like the pseudosciences. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. Wesley and Colton are cancers yeah yeah cancer signs are very are known for being very like sensitive not only to their own emotions but to others and like they are the most water sign of the water signs meaning like they are the most sensitive and emotional of the water signs like water signs are known for like being sensitive being fluid with their emotions and sensitive and yeah, I, I, that's why when you guys like compare it, I'm like, I'm sorry, I had to bring up astrology because like they're both cancers, yeah. and aren't they both July cancers? Yeah. Which also like plays they're literally a week apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, is he the? He's the ninth. The ninth. Okay. And he's the seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah th- 
I'm just saying, I'm not to be that person every time, but I will be that person every time. Because, like, I'm over here just like, wow, that's so cool that they're the same personality type and the same, like, sign. Uh-huh. And so, I don't yeah. know. They should be friends me. because it, like, breaks my heart because, like, talking about campaigners, they want those deep relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, they are not satisfied with just, like, the superficial relationships, mm, but they are the people that are outgoing and have, like, a ton of, like, acquaintances and friends. Oh, interesting. But they don't go, like, deep. They go wide. But they want those deep relationships. And that is fully Colton. I hope he doesn't mind that I'm sharing this. But, like, he wants friends. He just, like, it's just hard to, like, find people to do that with. And Mm -hmm. he's always struggled with, and I think always will, with feeling like he cares about people more than they care about him. And Mm. it just breaks my heart. Like, he literally told me, he's like, yeah, besides, like, you and my mom. He's like, I think I, I feel like I have to work for everybody else's love. And I was like, Are you kidding? Cameron adores him. Are you kidding me? But like, <laughs> Cameron and Jeff are fighting over him. But, yes, like, or Colton, but like, Colton has to put in the work, you know? Yeah. Colton reaches out to Cameron. Do you th- I don't know that Cameron reaches out to Colton. Okay. I don't know. Something but... about the Hall men is they don't reach out. Yeah. But that's the thing. He doesn't have like a friend that will like mm. consistently reach. He's always the one that's that has too. to instigate things and reach mm-hmm. out and. Yeah. We got to connect the boys because I always say too to Heidi, I feel like Wesley is. Is just like this large combination of all the men in our family. He has family. a personality of he can literally get along with anybody. It's true, That's Colton. But he doesn't necessarily want to get along with everybody. That's it's also like, a he can, but it's like he chooses who he kind of wants to be with. But like he can be nice, he can be kind, he can talk to people. Yeah, it's just more of like a I don't want to be best friends with this person, but I'll be nice to that person. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I feel so. like he has like different facets of like even Jeff's personality yeah. no and cameron's Wes personality has said it time and time again he's like i like jeff he's like i wouldn't mind being his friend like talking with him mm-hmm. and, like, like outside of him. this yeah. yeah outside of like us hanging out like yeah. all together but um but i don't know i think he's just i don't know right now we're kind of in our honeymoon phase so it's like kind of <laughs> makes sense. yeah jeff was like were we like that and i was like probably or probably not because i'm a very private person I I don't like to show I don't like to do PDA all the time because I don't want I don't want to be that couple that's making out in the movie theater popcorn line and then it's like hello um you're next we literally said to each other we're like hugging or something as you do oh my gosh we're that person we're that couple you are right now I hate myself right now no yeah just like but that's why I like it says when campaigners are interested in someone they rarely hold back Mm -hmm. people with this personality type tend to fall in love easily and they fall hard Mm -hmm. campaigners shower their new flame with affection trusting that the devotion and passion that they feel are real so they just go with their feelings that's so cute cute. that is totally Colton and I are together because of this. He, it says many campaigners feel drawn to befriend the shy and reserved. Colton literally was like, oh, there's a girl reading some books and came up and talked to me when I was in like the shyest of shy of my life. <laughs> and then we became friends. That's cute. Yeah. That is so cute. I, I'm looking up how INFJ and ISTJ get along so I can know the compatibility. Um, <laughs> let's see. Optimistics at heart. Mm-hmm. campaigners are undaunted by the practical challenges and inconveniences of a new partnership <sighs> but so they cute. like they also like dream super big and they like get excited by ideas but then they'll kind of like steam out they don't yeah. have like the i guess like persistency to like keep at something when they've like kind of lost that initial like enthusiasm and yeah. i was like wow 
that sounds so familiar. <laughs> I wonder where I've seen this before. Because, like, he has all these things he wants to do. He has the biggest heart. He wants to help so many people. He wants to do th- so many things. When mm-hmm. I, like, comes to actually doing it, he just steams out. And then I'm like, okay, come on. And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing is they're excellent communicators, which I definitely agree with. Because yeah, Wesley you guys have always had always that. talking to me yeah, about Colton. how he feels. And, like... He's always like, I just need you to tell me what you're thinking. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I can't read your mind. Even though I don't really feel like I hide anything. It's just like, I just in my head. And then he's like, you're mad at me. I'm like, I'm not mad at you. But it's like, it's like one of those things where he's taught me how to communicate better. Mm-hmm. Where oh, yeah. like, if I am unhappy and it's something that he can fix, then I try and let him know and be like, I don't appreciate this. I don't like when you said that. And he's immediately like, oh, okay, how can I change that? Like, how can I get better at this? And he immediately changes. It's, of course, he can, you know, mess up. But, like, it's one of those, like, immediate changes that I really appreciate because then I know he's serious. Mm, And I love it. I mean, I've told you this before about your relationship, that it's very interesting how quickly you guys were able to get that part of your relationship down. Mm -hmm. Because for a lot of people, it's the opposite. It's like communication. You learn it when you're already, Mm -hmm. like when you're married. And the first year of marriage is known to be the most difficult because of learning how to balance out your values. And also not only that, but the communication. And you guys, I've told you this, like I really admire that part of your relationship um, because from the start, you guys have had really difficult conversations. Oh, yeah. From the very beginning. Yeah. I think that's how we were able to get together so fast and then get engaged so fast, as fast as we did, because we did know each other for a long while before we even started dating, but it was more of just, like, a friendship type thing, and and then, like, but from the very beginning, he was very open to me about some of the past things that he has experienced and just, like, things that he doesn't want in a relationship, and they just kind of lined up with what I didn't want. And so it was just kind of, it was just a really easy thing to just like jump into. Yeah. Like when he, they say that they fall in love fast and they fall hard, 100% true. Like I'm about to like out myself, but he, we told each other that we loved each other after like two weeks of dating. Yeah. I remember. So it was like, it's just one of those things where we knew it and we just went into it. So I remember. And there was one time where he said, love you to you. And you came to our apartment afterwards. You're like, what does it mean? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) yeah. Day after he asked me to be his girlfriend, yeah. he told me that, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, you like came over and like we were psychoanalyzing the words. Yeah. We we're picking them. <laughs> yeah, not me completely shutting Colton down in high school because he told me when we were seventeen he wanted to marry me, and I was like, "We're seventeen? <laughs> like, no." <laughs> no, he 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 was patient. He knew. I, he yeah, knew. so many times I was he like, knew. "Are you sure?" just like date other people and see like, no and he's just like no i, 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 I swear i come up with something new that like is just an ick for me every day and i like <laughs> he like does it and i'm like oh, i don't like that and he's like all right he just kind of like he's just kind of very patient with me and he's just like why and he's like i literally did this and this which are very similar but that doesn't bother you i'm like no he's and he's like so this bothers you i was like yeah it's just, I don't know. There's yeah. so many things wrong with him. Heidi like, has a lot of quirks. He's so but... patient with me, and I, he's just amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Wesley's in it for the long haul, because, like, you've shown him all the sides I've of you. I've shown him a lot of bad sides yeah. of me, and he, t- he just takes it very well. Yeah. No, he does. I've seen it. So, yeah. that's why I'm like, you know what? Like, that's, who, that's so... what Heidi needs. <laughs> I do. He, 
it's definitely that you know I accept him as he is and he accepts me as he we as I am and it's just kind of we have to grow together and yeah. continue to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited. And most importantly, he gets along with us, and that's all we yeah. care about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, he like he like sent me a was it a TikTok? He sent me a TikTok. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, he was like, I think I should send this to your sisters. And I was like, do it. I didn't understand oh, yeah. why uh, you sent it. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, but I was like, did he mean to send this? Yeah, well, you're like, did he send it to any of you guys? I'm like, but I was yeah, like, also me. like touched. I was like, <laughs> he sent me something. I know, it was on, was it on Sunday? Because like that's totally Sunday. like Colton, where he's like, oh, this reminded me of this person. I'm going to like tell them that or yeah. like send them this. Like Colton. He, one time, he, when I was living in Logan, he texted me out of the blue. He doesn't text me. And so I was like, what the? So I, like, open it, and he's like, I got you a gift, but it's a surprise. And I was like, okay. And he's like, when are you coming down? And I was like, probably next month sometime. So I come down. He gives, he oh, literally yeah. got me this, like, poster of, like, Avatar The Last Airbender with all the characters on it. And I love it. I think it's an amazing gift. Because, like, it's exactly something that I would get myself. Yeah. And, like, he thought of it. He saw it, and he thought of me, and so he got it. And then there was another time where he was at the store, and he saw this Kinder Egg. I haven't forgotten. Okay, there's, like, this Kinder Egg candy, and inside are, like, little, like, prizes or whatever, and it was frozen. And so he saw it, and he was like, I think Heidi would like this. And yeah. so he, he got it, and he gave it to me. He's very good at that. He's like, very, yeah. He'll send me, I'm just going to show, like, scroll through all the reels. <laughs> that he sends like he sends me a re- like at least one every week and like no context just no message just the real and so i know i have to like watch it so i watch it and i'm like oh that was actually funny like he thought of me in like that split second and was like kim would like this send yeah. so it's so, that same thing with the reels maybe you won't understand them but he like he thought of you guys and he's like i think he'll find it funny <laughs> no i did i just was like so caught off guard like turn up the volume because i was in church or something oh yeah it was on a sunday yeah yeah i was like cool i need to, I need to like rewatch it it anyway. was a, it was this one if it pops up oh yeah that's he honks the horn and it's like a whoop and, and then, then he goes, goes boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> just, every time he watches that one he dies laughing <laughs> Thanks for listening to Discussion. Follow us on Instagram at Discussion Podcast and slide into our DMs to tell us what you would like to hear on the show. Tune in next week for another episode with your favorite sisters.